power in the verse can stop me. The power in the verse can stop me. What's going on guys? My name is Alden Hero and welcome to episode 48 of the Midnight Hour as we stumble towards episode 50 for which we should do something special. We don't really know what it's going to be. If you have any suggestions, put them in the comment section. Anything that has a lot of thumbs up or a lot of comments that say, fuck yeah, this idea or whatever, we'll probably go with. Uh, my guest today, crawling out of the corpse of the old show that used to be a weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about it is Jack, the captain of the sh Atlantis ship city. Hello, that hello. Night. The only the last time that this was actually a weekly show was over a year ago when I was at university, and I'm now back at university. Yeah, and yeah. That just shows you how busy I was last year. I'm gonna blame that. I'm gonna blame the fact that I actually had to be an adult for a year and have a full time job. Yeah, and the thing and then that's... the fact that as soon as I finished my full time job. Somebody else on this podcast decided, oh, I'm going to get a proper job. God damn it, Lucemore. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's talking about me. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> bullshit, really, to be honest. I have to just work, like, all yeah. the time, you know? Yeah, man. Like, Being an adult sucks. It fuck and you only get, like, a few days off every year. Like, you know, it. I mean, this isn't what yeah. I signed up for, you know? Like, I know. Movies have lied to me and given me an unrealistic representation of the amount of time off an adult gets. It's weird. The oh, TV yeah. show Friends. Yeah. Does anybody work? You know. Oh my god, none of them work. I don't think any of them actually have jobs. I'm sure of it. There's like it's ridiculous. one of the episodes. They're all sitting around the coffee table and like someone makes a joke like, "Oh, hey, we're supposed to be in work," and then they all get up and run to work as if they forgot to go there, which is obviously a joke at the fact that in the show none of them actually work. But um it's true like to yeah, you know, fuck off yeah. with your And if and if that's what happens on the weekends, like they must have like does none of them ever just spend a weekend doing nothing. That's... There's always some of it. I know. Yeah. It's... That must be so tiring. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't I don't know. Like TV is just lied to me. My oh, entire t life. TV is TV is silly. It's crazy though. I get it's up almost. At seven. It's almost. It's almost as if it's fictional. I know. 
like, I said that like Monica and friends actually. I know. Uh, but no. um, it's true. Like I, I get up at seven and I'm home at seven. Like that's twelve hours out of the day, you know? It's crazy. And the other twelve you just wanna sleep. Yeah. I know. It's it's pretty hard. It's it's pretty difficult. <laughs> um Gonna uh, see if there is another guest who wants to join us because I just got a Skype message. Um, that could be sorry. But yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the third get and second get the other person on the podcast. It's yeah. Loose More. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how late am I, by the way? Ah, uh, dude, we're like forty-six minutes in. Yeah, um, we're literally just about. So official, the really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You Damn. Did. We, yeah. we spoke about you, and that was the topic. The topic for this week is just loose more. Yeah, oh, I bet you had a really good time. What yeah. I love about this is yeah. that, like, me and Jack have had. We've been in a call for 24 minutes, like, yeah. building up what we're going to talk about and everything, and you just turn out. You have no idea what this episode is about. <laughs> You've just turned up to join us. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm in. <laughs> it absolutely does not. It's great. Um, to be honest, do any of us really know what's going on with any of these calls when we start them? Does anyone know what's going on with our lives? Like, Well, last no, week I we just... didn't have any topic going into the podcast, and we still managed to talk for an hour and a half about... <laughs> about some <laughs> very sure real shit. Yeah, we did actually, yeah. It was a good yeah. episode. It's a shame the audio fucked up on it, though, and also nobody listened to it, so... Those things really <laughs> went got, like, against what, it. many 1,700 listens or something like that? It's, Not even even that, that, but... it's like... 1400 I think 1460 yeah. or something like that 13 13 11 330 yeah yeah that many yeah um i actually oh, i just remembered and i know it, it, this happened to me like 2 hours ago right but um i got on the bus i get this 6 o'clock bus home from uh, from town to swords and I was just sitting there listening to my music and this woman taps me on the leg and I looked up and took one earphone out and she was like, I just found out that the father of my children is going to be dead in a few months. And I was like, uh... <laughs> That's the kind of situation where you just kind of put the headphone back in and pretend you didn't even hear. Just <laughs> Wait, yeah. why did she tell you that? I did don't she know, just man. Pick you like, randomly out of the people on the bus. She had tears in her eyes, so I, like she just found out that information and she did not know how to process it. So, uh, no. like she started telling. How me did everything. you process that information? I spoke to her for the whole journey. Um, huh. There were lots of awkward silences and just me being like, yeah. "I don't know what to say." Because I, what do you fucking say? Do you know? Nah. Um, I I would have been so like. I would have had the most awkward conversation with her and then felt really bad when it time came time to get off my bus and just waited for her to get off first. Yeah, I, that, yeah, how I, far it took me, I'd have just been sat there going, yeah, well, I'm not going to leave this woman because um, that would be really mean. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah, go home yeah. tonight anyway, really. Um, I mean, who does? <laughs> it got to the my stop and I was like, she was in the middle of talking. I was like, oh, this is my stop. I have to go. And she was like, oh, well, thank you very much. And I was like, oh, I hope that I hope that you get some good news soon. Like, so I said something like that, and um, yeah, and she was like, "Oh, thank you" or whatever. But um, I spent the whole time being like, I, I don't know. She told me she was doing some course about computers, so I started talking to her about computers, like to try and not talk about death. Because, mm. as I mentioned in the last episode, I am just always thinking about death all the time now. Because in my job, I look at death certs every day, and I see death certs from like kids and stuff like that, and it's terrible. And then, like, Shit. this woman tells me this story, and it's just, like, 
I, I felt like, at first I was like, oh god, this is like really, I just cannot get away from death. And then I thought, why am I only thinking about me here? This is really not my, I am the one with the least problems yeah. <laughs> right now <laughs> in this situation. And then I started to feel bad about the fact that I was being so selfish and stuff. And then I just got on with it. But I think most people would actually feel that and just not think about it as in depth as... Mm. You know, to I don't know, it was crazy. But yeah, I I thought I would share that with everybody. Um, random. I love the start. The bus. Yeah. Um, well, weird that she picked you out on the bus though. Like that's strange, isn't it? Or were you just the first person she saw? As she sat next, like it was a full bus, and she just right. happened to sit next to me. So I guess she oh. looked at me and thought, "Yeah, he's as good a person as any." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have just replied like, "Kay." <laughs> Yeah, okay. no English. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Uh, it was pretty intense because, like, I I need my bus journeys to unwind and listen to like <laughs> music. But um, yeah, that that whatever. I mean, I I I'm not saying that I wish it didn't happen. I'm just saying it was uh, a mm. difficult thing at that time of the day, but not half as difficult as what she's going through right now. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure your bus journey was tough, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No nah, man, you have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish her all the best and hope it's not as bad as she thinks it is right now. Um, so the topic we were going to talk about was traveling because, let's face it, traveling's pretty cool. So um, yeah, like and, um, buses. One of us has an, a recent experience of that. Oh stop! It was just to work. Yeah, it was just a bus. I know. Work. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh... Um. Yeah, I guess that's a good place to start. I was going to say, Lucemore, give me ten sentences about travelling. But, um... I <laughs> ten, ten, exactly. Oh, okay. I'll give you eight. <laughs> okay. I'll give you eight sentences. Meet <laughs> um, halfway and give us nine. But yeah, Jack, you went to Canada by yourself. Is that correct? Yes. So you so, basically said that you wanted to go there ever since you were five. and then go Yeah, there. I wanted to go there ever since I was five. So at the end of last year, as work after working as a minimum wage slave and living with my parents and saving as much as I could, I decided to spend, spend uh, three quarters of what I'd saved, which was about four grand, on uh, on this month-long trip, solo trip to uh, Canada and part of the US. And would you recommend travelling alone? Uh, if you are personable, confident, and male, yes. So that's basically... <laughs> Not me, not Lewis Moore, not any no, other yeah, we're, we're not going to do that, no. <laughs> um, well, no, because, you know, a month alone gets very depressing very quickly. Um, you've really got to be up for talking to people, and you've really got to be open to having a conversation with almost absolutely anybody that you come across. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I was, I was sleeping in hostels. I was staying, you know, in hostels. Um, I was trying to keep my budget as low as possible, but, you know, just so I had more... Um, money to do things rather than spend on food so I wasn't going out to eat I was cooking in the kitchens that the hostels had um, so you know you talk to people in the kitchens if the hostel has a bar you talk to them there you're sleeping in a dorm with uh, six eight other people um, you know you, you talk to them you've really just got to throw yourself out there and I, you know I am self-proclaimed a hater of other people um, <laughs> so it really kind of took me out of my comfort zone um, to not just be alone for the month, basically. Yeah, that's that's the idea. That's how to do it, I guess. Mm. I've always had like 
just you know fantasies and ideas of going traveling by myself but I'm very I don't know it, it's weird because I go to England well not so much anymore but I used to go to England a lot and one of my favorite parts of that is going on a train by myself and just head out the window not out the window but my mm. you know looking out the window with headphones yeah. in is probably one of the greatest feelings in the world when you're on a train but mm. um I don't know I, I just can't imagine going somewhere with no particular objective other than some sort of you know like personal journey thing like um, I would never go like explore something by myself and I don't know why I don't have that compulsion or it's like I actually do I feel it but I don't ever act on it because it's too intimidating mm. or scary for me yeah I mean uh, I mean it was five years ago now I as part of a school um, kind of thing uh, I self-funded a trip to um there was 12 of, 12 of us plus three um two teachers and one uh he was ex-SAS but he was employed by this uh, thing called World Challenge and if anybody that's listening has a chance to do World Challenge I recommend it I recommend it to absolutely everyone and anyone that will listen to me um but basically we funded this thing and I went we went for a month to Ecuador where we did two weeks of uh hiking a week of charity work and a week of uh, like rest and relaxation where we did zip lining, white water rafting. Uh, we had some time in the capital, Quito, uh, which I believe is the second highest capital city in the world Fuck. in terms of altitude. Um, not just like 420 blaze it. Huh. Um, <laughs> but like, yes, like seriously, this, this, um, it's about two and a half kilometers above sea level. So as soon as you get there, kind of you step out of the plane, it's depressurized and already just walking around is kind of you're going, because there's a lot of less oxygen at that kind of height. So you walk around going, <sighs> and you've just stepped off the plane. You're not going anywhere. You're not running. You're not jogging. <laughs> you're not doing anything. You're walking on level ground and you're kind of going, <sighs> what the fuck? I like that you know, anyway on my walk to work. I, like, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck doing that. Slight incline and all like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what really kind of um, got me wanting to go and do uh, go and do this trip. So I, I I went to Canada with the sole purpose of doing a lot of hiking. Um, I went to a place called Banff. Um, it's quite well known as a ski town, um, but they've got uh, it's in the middle of a national one of the in the middle of the Canadian Rockies, in the middle of the uh, Banff National Park, and it, it's the most visually stunning place I've ever been. Really? Um, you know, I I don't think I'm too bad with the camera, um, but none of the photographs I've taken I think do it justice. It's seriously the most ridiculously attractive part of the world I've ever been to. Well, admittedly, you know, my experience is kind of limited at the moment, but it sounds more vast than the two of us. Anyway, like the rest <laughs> of us in this call, I don't know. I can't speak <laughs> for Loose more. Well, yeah. Well, well, I've been. I've been to France. Never heard of it. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's Where? It. I've been to France. What country is yeah, that in? Yeah. Well, it's um, <laughs> it's part of the uh, the, the Europe. Europe. We call it Europe. Europe. Yeah. Country Europe. Yeah. Never heard of it. I don't know if any of you guys have been to Europe, but it's um, not worth going. It's no, a good country no, this time of year. Yeah. It's a bit <laughs> far off for me. Yeah. No, I won't go. But yeah, yeah no, it's but... crazy that you even went alone. I went to France with like other like tens of other people ten is that th- you can say that right yeah um yeah tens you went there to are canada many alone us. yeah jesus that's insane like i was scared to go to france and that was with yeah, yeah lots like, of 
um, it's surprising. It's surprisingly common. I met quite a few people out there. You know, there's there was quite there's plenty of people out there that were doing things alone because, like me, no one had, no one that no one that they knew had the time or the money to do it when they wanted to do it. So they also decided, well, why can't I just do it alone? You know, I mean, I understand. I can understand maybe like if uh, I was going to Africa or Asia, that then it would be a really big deal me going alone because I have no idea how to speak any of the languages. Canada, you know, I speak English. It's part of the Commonwealth. It's at the yeah, base of it, it's really not that different. Yeah. I do get that, you know, for sure. Like, Canada's never no, really I intimidated me. I always felt like I would be welcomed there, and like I would feel at home yeah. there. Because, you know, it's part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, I landed in Canada, and obviously they can still turn you away if they don't like you. Like, you know, they've got no obligation to let you in. So this guy was sat there, you know, passport control or whatever it was, and he was going who are you here with? And I was like, I'm alone. And he was like, you're alone? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, how long are you here for? And I was like, a month. And he's like, why are you here alone for a month? And I was like, because none of my friends could afford it. And he was like, so why could you afford it? And I was like, well, I don't deal drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, I got, uh, I, I was there for about, you know how passport control, they usually look at you, look at your passport. They used to stamp it, they don't anymore, but they used to look at it and just uh, maybe ask you one question and let you go. I was there for about 10 minutes, him asking me these questions, repeating questions, checking that I wasn't lying. Jeez. I had to show him, I had to show him, um, all of the, because I printed out all the documents that I needed, um, so like my reservations for hostels, my flights, so I had to show him um, proof that I was planning on flying back to the UK, uh, proof that I was a student in the UK starting a university course in September, which I'm doing now, uh, proof that I had somewhere to stay for the first week, and there was one of, oh, um, how much cash I had on me. And if I had a contact that could wire me more money if required. Jeez. Um, because, and I experienced it firsthand. I've seen it in Vancouver and in Calgary. The homeless problem in Canada is ridiculous. Really? I've never seen homeless people in my entire life. Wow. Like, when I say, you know, you walk around London and you'll see one or two homeless people, you know, begging, sitting, on, sitting in doorways on the side of the streets. But... When I was in Vancouver, I went down past a part of the part of the town called Gastown, and what I tended to do while I was there was just I just go out with an aim to go somewhere, and then I just walk and see where it took me. Um, you know, just go wherever was it, wherever seemed interesting, and that usually paid off fairly well. But I went too far in the wrong direction, past Chinatown and past wherever this uh, Gastown was, and literally for two blocks, two of these city blocks. I couldn't walk on one side of the street because it was just homeless people. Fuck. It was just homeless people. That's crazy. It, yeah, it was unreal. And it was like that for two square blocks. Jesus. So, you know, I turned around and left. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's um, the thing to do. But yeah, and then in San Francisco, it was the same problem. And I've spoken, and people have, you know, kind of said since that all of the homeless people that I saw in America, none of them sit in England seem kind of outwardly crazy you know they don't speak to themselves they don't kind of you know have hand twitches or anything like that but all of the ones in america that i saw were outwardly mental they had a mental disorder yeah talking to themselves shouting to themselves like there was a guy i was walking down fisherman's wharf in san francisco and white guy big gray beard kind of obviously homeless 
walks past and I can hear him I can hear him from quite a way he was shouting he was shouting fucking niggers murdered my daughter fucking niggers this niggers that like black people are walking past look at him like what the fuck like and he and and he's going murdered her with a pipe they murdered her with a pipe I'm going to take that pipe going to murder those niggers like and I was just walking past like what the fuck yeah that's Scary. Right, and that's that's not even like you know that was obviously an extreme of an extreme example of what was happening. But yeah, there's a lot of people muttering to themselves, and people have said you know, well, it's because they don't have a nationalised healthcare. You know, they don't have the support system for you know the mentally dis- you know the you know the mentally impaired. That's what well, I was you know, thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just you know scary to think. That's crazy about the I, I i was gonna say that was gonna be my next point was that the healthcare in the uk mm. is a lot better than in america obviously yeah um and obviously there's more access to it for people who find themselves in that position but um mm. i was thinking like and i think this every time um dublin dublin as a county is one of the smallest counties in ireland but the city mm-hmm. is is by far like bigger than any other city oh ireland. yeah yeah um and I'm there a lot. I spend a lot of my time there. Um, mm. When I when I go to work, uh, sometimes I, I get the bus down. It goes like through the with the port tunnel down by the dock. So mm. it's really cool when I get that bus because I'm in town in 20 minutes and I just go across the bridge to work. And it all in all, it's like a 40 minute journey. Um, mm. But sometimes I can't get the express bus, so I have to get this bus that goes. It drops me in the center of town and I have to walk along the keys down to my work. Yeah. And my work, where I work is like the, it's where Facebook and Google are and all. Oh wow. So it's a really, really built up and it, it's, it's basically a business district in mm. Dublin. Um, I remember like there's these benches there. It looks out over a canal. It's lovely. Um, there's these like marble stone benches everywhere for mm-hmm. people to sit on. Um, there was one Wednesday, someone left a glass of water, like an actual glass of water from one of the bars on mm. it. It was still there on Friday. Like nobody took it and broke it or, you know, yeah. like someone was yeah. like, oh, that's someone's glass, I'm going to leave it. Um, so it's all really, really well built up. But I walk down the Keys there and I walk home, I go up the Keys. Sometimes on a Friday, I'll go to one of the pubs in town, which um, I walk a little bit further along the Keys than I usually mm-hmm. would. And the amount of homeless people I see who are not, I wouldn't say crazy, not in the American TV crazy, like, mm. God is coming to judge us all kind of way, but um, definitely, like, substance abuse and alcohol mm. abuse, oh, yeah. abuse level of, uh, of craziness. And I, and I mm. see it a lot, and every time I'm out in Dublin City at night time, I see crazy shit all the time. Like, there's always people, and it makes me think, like, Obviously, cities, there's just more crazy people in cities because there's mm. more people in cities, full stop. And um, it's really intimidating and stuff. And you see it on American TV all the time, like the typical long grey beard, long jacket, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. saying incoherent nonsense and stuff. And mm. um, it's scary. It's a scary thing to think about. It's like an aspect of traveling that I hadn't even previously considered, I suppose. And yeah. Ultimately, it's it's really sad and stuff that people end up in that situation, but um, I do wonder if the healthcare has something to do with that. Hmm. I think so. Like, um, you know, I never felt I never felt particularly unsafe. The only time I felt um, unsafe, I never felt unsafe um as a direct direct result of 
a human. I did feel unsafe um, having seen. I was walking. Uh, I'd met up with a few. I'd met a few people when, on my first day actually in Canada when I was in Banff, um, and I wanted to do this hike in a place called the Cascade Amphitheatre, um, which is it's you know you, you hike up. It takes about four hours to get there. Yeah. It's a it's an eight hour round hike, um, and you you hike up and you literally come out from the top of the tree line to this big rock where there's loads of waterfalls and it's this natural amphitheater. Um, so I you know and, and they were saying because in in the in Canada and America they have um, restrictions in the national parks on the trails that you can hike um, during certain seasons because of the bears. Oh yeah. So. If the area is known for a lot of bears, you're. Well, I mean, you know, there's no one there to stop you, but you know, they say just don't hike unless you're in a group of four or more. Mm. So we'd set off as a group of uh, there were six of us, and five all five of them were going to be um, the five other guys were going to be um, camping um, further along from where I was going overnight. Um, so it got to the point where we were splitting ways and I was going to be going alone for the next uh, four hours um, but thankfully one of them decided that they couldn't hack the rest of the hike out to where the other lot were going so they came back with me so That's but good. that was that was the four that was a potential four hours where I was going to be alone in the middle of the well I was Canadian outback essentially no signal on my phone I had uh, something called bear spray, which is like in, it's like industrial pepper spray. Oh shit! Um, and I had my hiking poles, uh, water, and some food, and that was it. And that was me. <sighs> and it was going to be me walking through bear country. Uh, there are wolves as well, um, and moose is always a possibility. Jesus. Uh, but that was the only time I was ever really scared. You know, we were walking along, and you know, when there's four, when there's four, five, six of you, you know, you're all talking. You know, you 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 walk, you know, with one other person, and then you two talk, and other, you know, you split on into like you know three groups of two. You're chatting away, yeah. and then you know you mix up and it, you know getting to know one another because we'd only met the couple of days previously. Um, but then you know it gets down to two people. And you've already spoken to this person for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing really more to say. You keep the conversation going for a couple of minutes at a time, and then there's silence while someone thinks of something else to say. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's no pressure to say anything, but it's just nice to talk while you walk. Yeah, I don't um, like that. Uh, so when you're not talking, when you're not actively talking, the recommendation is that every couple of minutes you shout so that the bears and any wild, any dangerous wildlife can hear you coming, so that they won't be startled by you and attack from fear that you've suddenly appeared in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it was it was a really kind of every now and then kind of thinking, all right, I need to shout really loudly now, right now, because to let bear, you know, black bears, grizzly bears, know that I'm coming. Black bears are the ones that'll fuck you up, aren't they? Yeah, and it's black bears that were I was that was the biggest threat. Oh shit. So, yeah, that was the only time I was ever really kind of on edge. Yeah. The rest of the time, you know, um, this is what I was saying earlier about being, you know, fairly confident um, male. And, you know, um, because if I was a small female, I wouldn't, you know, have the guts to go out in the evenings and go out at night. Um, Yeah. I mean, because it's just naturally more dangerous. 
Yeah, it's like, I don't know, I hate that we live in a world where that's the case. That's you know? the case, like, yeah, it's really, it's ridiculous, it's incredibly unfair, but... People don't know that, like... the reality of the world. Yeah, like, girls are brought up to, like, not listen to headphones when they're by themselves mm. and stuff like that, mm. like, not to go out at night or whatever. Um, I don't know, like, I, I can't... It really is one of those things that I've always dreamt of doing, but just don't have the courage to go out by myself. And it's not even like, even to go back to the very start of the podcast, me talking to that woman on the bus, like, I wasn't panicking or anything in that situation. Like, I'm very, very comfortable at talking to people, and I'm very good at talking to people. I mm. think I definitely have the capacity to have a conversation about anything with anyone. Yeah, because I read a lot and like I, mm -hmm. I have a great interest in most or not a great interest, but like at least some level of interest in most things. Mm. But um, I still just can't see myself wanting to do that. I, I think like sometimes I feel like I've moved house so many times in my life mm. that I've just met so many people. Like I'm tired yeah. of making an effort. Yeah, you got it out of your system. Yeah, I feel like I always have the this thought in my head that everything I like everyone that I meet, it's always mm. temporary, you know, like you never, you always mm. say you'll keep in touch, but it's so hard sometimes. When, mm. uh, obviously, like life is, you don't have all the time in the world and stuff like mm. that. But yeah. um, I'd like to know what Lucemore thinks about everything we just discussed. <laughs> um, no, I agree. And I uh, I think that um, uh, yeah, Tibet should be free. <laughs> uh, I got into the toilet real quick, by the way. Sorry. All right, cool. Um, so <laughs> this is only ever going to be a two-man podcast, even though we have three people on it. For those that don't know, Luce Moore dropped out of the call about 15 minutes ago, so he hasn't been here for that entire time. Um, yeah, Jack was telling us about his, his uh, time in Canada by himself, and I was saying it's something that I would love to do. Like, I think same here, but I just don't have the... Um, uh, the I just don't know. I, I, I think... Like ideally, you'd like want to go all over America and places like that. Maybe not by yourself, but mm. I think that's something I would love to do. Um, I just don't. I just don't think I cope by myself. I think I end up like rocking in a corner listening to like Kenny Rogers music or something. You know. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> it's in America. I couldn't think of another. I'm like trying to think of a like, like Dolly Parton or something. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Rogers of all the things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to like drive through a desert or something um yeah like the the whole um just not necessarily vegas but that that whole desert that nevada thing yeah like um, that just looks cool doesn't it you know? that's like when jack was talking he said like it's bear country and i was so i was just thinking like oh well you can't go out there it's back country think of <laughs> that drive that they do in um fear and loathing in las vegas that drive yeah yeah but yeah drive through the desert would be pretty sick i think um because it's just open road, but then a lot of people would find that boring. I guess I'd find that really enjoyable. Like, if you had like an automatic transmission car and a really good soundtrack, that would be fun for me. I yeah. Think. Mm. Um, but I just don't know how to work the clutch on a car, so that's why I think that. Um, <laughs> that's just why the automatic's better. Yeah, it is. Yeah, literally yeah. is. I would pass a test in an automatic car, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, there's actually a there's actually a couple of shows that I've watched um, recently. They were from uh, 2004 and 2007 respectively. They're on the UK Netflix at the moment. Um, 
but they're um it's with uh Ewan McGregor and one of his friends, uh Charlie Borman. It's like the long way around or... Yeah, the long way around and yeah, the bikes, second one's the long way yeah. down, yeah, they're on bikes. But those are great to watch. Yeah. Those are you know, I've been watching I've been binging on those for the last couple of days and those are great fun to watch. You know, just sit just watching, you know, kind of seeing all these things that they're seeing, but then, you know, from the comfort of your own home. It's yeah. great. Did you ever I see did, I, uh, the Rob Ryden, Steve Coogan show where they go? Oh, what, on? the trip? Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, meaning to watch like it. I've seen yeah. a couple excerpts from it. It's really good. Really, well, really my favorite good. part is when they're in the restaurant, they're just they're doing dueling Michael Caine impressions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one, but I haven't yeah. seen the whole of the, uh, the show. No, yeah, it's really good. It's good, yeah. Uh, nothing to do really other than the loose thing with travel, the loose connection with travel that yeah. it has, and uh, nothing really to do with what we're talking about. But um, yeah, the bikes thing is pretty cool. Motorbikes are pretty mm. cool anyway. Like, yeah, people who drive motorbikes are infinitely cooler than people who don't. So they've yeah, got that going for them. Naturally. Especially if they smoke as well. I mean, if they smoke and drive motorbikes, if they have tattoos and piercings, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And wear leather jackets, exclusively leather jackets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, leather jackets are great. I have one. Nah. You guys I have three. Losers. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> loose one, you're a loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so going through uh, bear country would be terrifying. I, I can't imagine like enjoying that as a, as a person because it would be scary. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was made slightly worse by the fact that we came to a uh, we were walking past a tree and I was walk- we were with the- we were with this uh, this Italian this Italian guy and he went he went up to he went up and he looked at a tree and we were all like what are you looking at and he was like it's warm and we were like what do you mean it's warm and he was like that like you see where the he was like you see where it's been you know the the bark's been scratched and you see all the pile of sawdust on the floor we were like yeah and he was like bear scratchings bears have done this and I was like so it's warm because it was done recently and he was like yeah it's been done recently like within the last hour I was like right let's keep walking Uh, let's just not hang around by their favourite scratching post (laughs) so did you actually see a bear in the time you were in bear country didn't see a single fucking bear not a single one sound disappointed it's debatable whether it's it's bear country then really I mean you went to a place known as bear country yeah, not a single no, bear. Crazy. No, I did yeah. see uh, a wolf though, but that was while I was on a bus, so it's not particularly exciting. Was Sorry, the wolf on the hot. bus, or you were on the bus and the wolf was outside? It, it was actually, it was actually the driver. It was the driver. <laughs> it was driving the bus. Canada's <laughs> ah, <laughs> a strange place. Canada's a weird place. <laughs> um, I was gonna ah, uh, what was I gonna say there? I had a thing that I was gonna say. Balls. Forgotten. Um, we're so good at podcasts. I know, like this is yeah. definitely the best one so, so far. We're so good at segways. Yeah, um, segway. I've always thought that it would be really cool to, you know, in some action movies where the action hero has gone crazy and he is now a hermit, he lives by himself, you'll never tempt him back into the business. Um, and he oh, lives yeah. in some icy cabin in fucking Alaska or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always fucking the movie Insomnia with uh, Robin Williams and uh, Al Pacino. Is that what it's called? Insomnia, the Chris Nolan movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it, that's Insomnia, isn't it? Yeah. 
the uh, the setting for that movie looks really really cool. Like I, I would love to live in like a small fishing town like that for like a couple of weeks where it's really really cold all the time. Yeah. And you have to like you have to like stay warm and like build a fire and and watch that's a lot got of me thinking about the uh, should we, is that a spoiler alert if we're talking about the end of Breaking Bad? Uh, I was gonna think I was gonna talk about that as well. Because um, that's kind of similar, sort of, isn't it? He kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Walt goes and lives in a cabin by himself. Yeah, and he's got yeah, like that little. A, becomes, he becomes a lumberjack. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives with Heath Ledger and uh, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I watched South. Except there was no recently. snow. Yeah. You guys seen South Park? Uh, the boxing movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's meant to be okay, though, isn't it? It's like it's like a it's like a six out of ten at the most. But there's a thing in it that really pisses me off. That's a spoiler, so I can't talk about it. But I was gonna talk about it when we're done. But if you guys haven't seen it, then never mind. But um, well, we can talk about it anyway and just say. It, I mean, is it a massive spoilery thing? No, I mean it's no, it's just a, it's it's one of those things that they it's yeah we'll talk about it after. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I assume the movie's essentially like Rocky, though, isn't it? Like, he's a bit shit at boxing, something happens, then he becomes quite good at boxing, then something else happens, and then he ends up winning. No, he's amazing at boxing at the start. Oh. Well, it's the other way around, then. Does he become shit at the end? He gets progressively worse throughout the movie, and the montage actually shows him devolving as a human being, and by the end of Uh, it, he's just falling over when he walks downstairs. Oh, it's like the reverse Rocky movie, then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's not. None of them actually acted in it. They just superimposed Jake Gyllenhaal's face onto the body of Sylvester Stallone and just ran <laughs> Rocky in reverse. It, it was pretty lazy, but yeah. you know they managed to make a good movie out of it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I would love to live in in a really small, cold place for a while. Even like even just like somewhere in like Sweden because of what mm. TV has shown me that Sweden is like the, you know the girl with the dragon tattoo. They yeah. move out mm. to that uh, crazy house in the middle of nowhere. Like that's mm. cool. I like all of that. Like the snow, it just looks really, really cool. Um, yeah. I think that's because it's coming into winter now, though, and it's getting darker earlier. And you yeah. just think to yourself, like, oh well, this just. I think that the ideally you want that like uh, sort of simple life, don't you? Like I do anyway. Like the you you come you go to work you come back to the cabin and it's snowy and cold, but. I, I think after a while I'd be like, oh, I miss Wi-Fi, or I miss... Do you, you know, know what, I I think it's actually a yearning for, like, not, and not, like, the internet not being a necessity in your life. Yeah. Mm. The fact is, it is, like, the fact is I would go back to my cabin and do the exact same thing that I'm doing right now, which is sitting at a desk with two computers on it. <laughs> and like Twitter feeds and fucking Spotify playlists and stuff like that, and it just yeah. completely takes away from this idyllic thing that I'm going for but yeah. for some reason yeah. that's just the thing that's on my mind I don't know what it even is like I, I, we've kind of spoke about this even before on the podcast just the want to live a certain way of life temporarily mm. just because it might be better I don't know I, I think like having a, uh, a lot of variety in your life is the way to make it the most enjoyable like mm. um, so it would be cool to have like little things that you could do that's why like rich people have houses mm. in loads of different places because they can oh, yeah. like that. I think be- I think like you know you saying about the like the cabin and stuff. I like living in the cabin. I think it'd be wicked to have a have a go at kind of living for a, a couple of weeks just based on whatever you can kind of catch or 
Like you live ne- near a stream or near the ocean, whatever you can fish, whatever you can find, you know. Yeah. Whatever you can find, you live off, you know. Like I think that'd McCandless. be really cool. Chris McCandless. What? You know the guy from you know the movie Into the Wild, well the book Into the Wild. Oh yes, oh sorry, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yes, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, sorry, and what you said didn't make much sense. I was like. I was like, I was like, what? Why are you chatting about Christmas candles? It was a low <laughs> key Christmas candles, like, yeah. It was, it was a low key name drop, like to be. Um, yeah, I guess. No, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware of who you mean. Um, but yeah, he, yeah. he really did some stupid shit with that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. didn't tell anyone where he was going. Mistake number one, and then just left without any. Like he ditched all all of his food or something like that because he wanted to hunt it instead. Yeah, which is just ridiculous. Uh, he didn't really know what he was doing either. No, I think, no. I think it's he... it's really funny um, the way people analyze that movie, like the way different personality types analyze it. Like, mm. if someone has never ever had a depressive episode in their life, they will look at that movie and go, "Oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Why would he do any of this? Like, this is fucking ridiculous," and have no sympathy whatsoever. Whereas people who have experienced depression would be like, ah, oh, man, like, he was really brave to do what he did, like, fair play to him for trying type thing. And it's funny, like, there, it's always those two complete extremes, like, with mm. either side. I think, I, I kind of respect him for, I guess he wasn't really in a place where he could rationalize enough to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, and that's why. Yeah, make intelligent decisions. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think he was pretty obviously unhappy, wasn't he? Like... Oh yeah. So I don't know. I find it very hard to be angry or criticize. But yeah, somebody. if 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 well, I mean, you know, if he had wanted to stay alive, then you know, the number one rule of when you're going out into the wilderness alone is do not let talk it... about Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. don't talk that, about that, Fight Club. And then the number two rule is also don't talk about Fight Club. And then rule three is uh, set up a wilderness fight club with a tree and a rock. Yeah, weird how rule yeah. number three is just the the most important one out of all of them. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised. Th- that yeah. will happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I always think of like really scenic landscapes and, and stuff like that, and associate it with certain songs and mm. a certain time of year, and just think that would be really really cool to live in a place like that. Like, I don't know. I I really like the way smaller towns are portrayed on American TV as well. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I've lived in two small towns, and I, I lived in a fishing town in Ireland, a really small fishing town by the port, which was a fucking nightmare. I hated it because yeah. everyone knew everyone. I hated mm-hmm. all the teachers in school. Like it was pretty horrible. But I just have the idea that if you don't know anyone, you I don't know. I, I tend to do better in situations where I don't know people. Like I think I thrive better because of what you were saying, Jack, in that it just mm-hmm. brings out the. A, the kind of need to talk to people yeah. and yeah a weird honesty yeah. almost you know yeah exactly yeah it's like yeah there's there's no there's, there's absolutely no need to lie about who you are and if you want to lie if you want to pretend for a night that you're you know you do fencing in your spare time then feel free because fuck it they're not gonna know yeah you're only gonna know them for a couple of days like i wasn't the longest i was in one place was i was in uh i was in the start and end of my trip uh, I was in Banff for five days, and I was in Portland for five days, um, and those are the two longest stints that I had anywhere. Um, the rest of it was all two days here, three days there, um, and four days in San Francisco. That's really cool. Have you ever uh, have you ever like travelled by yourself in England, like just gone somewhere by yourself just to see what it's uh, like? No, no, really. 
Nope. See, I kind of get the feeling uh, like I would love to do what you've done, but just start out slow and like get the train to Cork next weekend by um, myself. And I don't know because I find that there's there's this kind of something less romantic about going to somewhere. Yeah, like that's that, the, isn't it? that is what it is. There's there's this romantic idea of how um you know because i've you know i've been like i said i've been thinking about going to canada since and i've been dreaming of going to british columbia specifically since i was about five so that's a good 12 you know 20 nearly 20 years 17 odd years was, of yearning i was just I'm about to, to I'm say to you were not, you were not 17 years old <laughs> whoops um <laughs> If you're yeah, 17, there is no hope for any of us. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this, this is, it was something I'd been yearning for and uh, dreaming about since I was five. And, like, I always, you know, and I, I really enjoy landscape photography, but no matter where I've been in the UK, and I've been to the Lake District, I've been to the Peak District, none of it ever compares to the pictures that I've seen of British, I'd seen of British Columbia. Yeah. And... So it's like, yeah, I could have. I've got family in Carlisle. I could go up to the Lake District and go camping there for a few days, you know. But it's not got the same this romantic idea of saying goodbye to my parents and just having, you know, putting my life almost into uh, a large rucksack and a slightly smaller rucksack. Did you? For a month. Did you listen to a lot of music? No, actually, um, wow. that was really tough for me, actually, because I didn't take my iPhone, I didn't have an iPod, and I didn't particularly want to spend money on one either, um, or an MP3 player, because, um, I mean, I ha- I took my iPad with me, um, funnily enough, saying that I didn't take my iPhone, uh, I took my iPad with me, because um, it was really useful to use iPod. Still be able to use iMessage, uh, I like you know FaceTime my, pa- my fa- parents, my girlfriend, um, stuff like that. Um, but I didn't really listen to any music while I was out there. It was weird walking along, and you know like it's really nice when you're out hiking in the middle of nowhere and all you can hear is the sounds nature. around you. Yeah. Like, there is, like there is nothing. Like there is nothing. There is silence. Yeah. Like, and it was one. It was wonderful. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to see a few. Um, what well, is important? I was lucky enough to see a few of the uh, meteors in the Perseoid meteor shower as well. Ah, nice, nice. Um, well, that that was really quite nice as well. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a hell of an experience. What's yeah. uh, What's Portland like? I hear it's quite quite. A cool Portland's place. a really nice, a really cool little, uh, a little, ta- a really cool little town. Um, a town. It's a city. It's massive. What I'm on about. Uh, I went Europe to, is uh, a really nice town. Yeah, Europe's, Europe's a really nice little uh, county, um, but yeah, like there's a, there's a bookstore uh, called pa- on called uh, Powell's City Books, and it's fine. And I I was I loved it there. I spent about two hours walking around this bookstore because it's five stories of like not just five stories. There's five books and um, <laughs> five <laughs> different. There's five floors of books. And each floor is categorised with uh, coloured rooms based on different genres. And I spent about five, uh, well, about two hours just walking around looking at all these books. Just the sheer amount of books was wonderful. Did you did you read anything while you were there? Uh, yeah, I, I grabbed a couple, sat down with a couple of books. Uh, you know, on a couple of topics, I read I read some um, 
some books about um, filmmaking and some books about cinematography and photography while I was there. Um, cool. And had a look at some of the books, a book about one of my favourite photographers, Ansel Adams, as well. But but yeah, that was that was a really nice place, and it's just full of things like that. Yeah. Um, and there was a little organic, um, the North American Organic Beer Festival was on while I was there, and I stopped I stopped by that, and you kind of got you got a recyclable cup, and you went round and you had, you know, you paid say ten dollars and you got ten tokens. And it was uh, a dollar for a taste, or it was a token for a taster of beer. And you know, everyone there is really lovely, really nice, talk, willing to talk to you about all of their different craft beers, all the different types of beers they've got, stuff like that. And you know, they say they say we'll give you a taster, and really they just fill it up most. You fill up your cup most of the way every time, anyway. Oh, nice. Um, you know, it was just really nice to walk around, you know, taste all these different beers that I'd never have get a chance to taste because you know in the uk all you get is the big you know the big in, the big european brands of beer and a couple of american ones whereas in america every beer like everywhere there's just different brands different different type of Budweiser. Just, yeah They've just so many Bud, Light. <laughs> Bud Light Bud Twist Bud Light mm, um, yeah Bud Extra Light it you truly know. is the king of beers yeah, um, but yeah, like just so many different beers everywhere, and it was so nice to just get just have this ridiculously large choice of alcohol. It's funny, like, yeah. you're, you're you're doing like in this episode, it's really really nice to listen to and visualize what you're saying. Yeah, but like at that point you were like, yeah, it was so nice. All the different types of alcohol they'd give you, te- and I'm just imagining you with a bottle in your hand, stumbling around like a zombie. And you've got yeah. blood on your knuckles, and you're like, <laughs> "Fuck!" <laughs> Just imagine, God you, know the the <laughs> you know the scene in Bruce Almighty where he runs down the line of children with that large jug of milk, yeah, just pouring it absolutely everywhere. That was just me with just liters of beer, just yeah. <laughs> Two world wars and one world cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it does sound really awesome though. I like. I I am definitely gonna go traveling. Um, my girlfriend has been to. She used to work in Vietnam. Oh, nice. She's a physio, and she worked in Vietnam, and she's been to Thailand, and like she's just done loads of cool stuff that I've never done, and I feel so. Um, I don't know. Like she always, she always says that I'm like really intelligent and stuff. Like she's always really impressed by how much I know about things. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes she feels like a little, like just less intelligent than me. Like she's not. She's like really, really intelligent. But um, when she talks about the places she's been and the stuff that she's done and stuff like that, like I feel like really, really like less of a person. Like my experiences are just nothing like that. And it's really, um, like, I really want to improve that. Like, I really want to change that. I really mm. want to do cool things. I was actually looking at going bungee jumping quite recently, which is oh, just, nice. it's so unlike me. Like, I'm so yeah. not like that. But um, there's just something in me that really, like, needs to do all of this stuff because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess I'm getting older and I'm, I've got so much perspective and things like that. And I don't know, it's like... You have to, when you're an introvert, you have to, like, adapt to the extroverted world. And oftentimes that means acting like an extrovert. Like, it means assimilating. Pretending, yeah. Yeah, like, lots of that. So, 
Um, I'm not saying I'm going to pretend to be interesting, but I definitely have a <laughs> desire to... Because I feel like once I do one thing, like that will be it. It will snowball from yeah. there. Because that's yeah. generally how my life has worked so far. Like, before I started the job that I'm in now, I was fucking terrified the night before. Like, I couldn't even speak. I was so nervous. And I thought I was going to fuck everything up. But, like, I've fucking killed it in that job <clears throat> since I've been there. Mm. Like, they've told me they want me to stay and stuff. Like, like I know that I'm really good at what I do. And it's sort of given me a lot of confidence to get out there a little bit more and, and you know, do things like that. So, um, it's something I'm definitely going to be looking to do. And my girlfriend had this idea that we would both go traveling, um, but mm. she would go somewhere and I would go somewhere else. And we would meet in the middle in, like, a week or two, Yeah, which I think is a really cool idea because you've always got that end goal if things aren't going very well. Mm, yeah. But you also have all that time in the middle to, to make fun things happen and, and sort of carve your own, blaze mm. your own trail and do all that yeah. stuff. So Where would you want to go, though? Would you want to go to like Vietnam or stuff like that, or not? Um, yeah, I'd like to go to Thailand. I'd like to go to Malaysia um, and Indonesia as well. And... Yeah. Um, I suppose this is as good a time as any to announce that I'm probably going to be moving to Singapore next year, so I will be in close proximity to all of these places, yeah. so it's really not going to hurt my ability to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like, seeing as I'm probably going to be living in Asia next year, I'll be able to go and see all those places, and it would be stupid not to, because mm. I've already taken the leap to, you know, go and move into a, a whole new culture. So, um I'm pretty terrified about that, to be honest. Um, I haven't told many people, like, my mum knows. But um, the whole idea of moving there is terrifying me, and that's why I asked you lots of questions about doing stuff by yourself, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm wondering what it was like. So. No, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend anyone do what I did. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, uh, you know, saying... No, going to somewhere like Australia, somewhere Canada, somewhere like the US, English-speaking countries, even going through most of Europe, you know, they all speak English flawlessly. The like, national, the, in Singapore, they all speak English too. It's the official yeah. language there. So yeah. that's, that's so, pretty good. So, you know, oh. go, if you're, like, you know, another one of the reasons that I was more confident about going to uh, Canada, like, you know, I had, I, have a, I had some family in Portland, that's who I stayed in Portland, um, I, you know, it, you know, it's an English-speaking country. If you want to go to the Canada, US, uh, Australia, New Zealand, you know, they speak English. Some of the Canadians speak it badly because they try and speak French. Um, but, you know, it, you know, it's really not that difficult when you can turn in any direction and you'll hear English. Yeah. You know, you could be in the middle of, you know, in the middle of a. Some you know there, there were time you know there were times when you know short shortly after I I, I crossed I, I was I went to obviously well, I was in San Francisco for four days and I went across the Golden Cape Bridge and um, as I was on my way back across um, I saw someone jump. Shit. Um, that's that's a fairly you know rocking experience that really kind of throws you through a loop. Fucking hell! Uh, I can't, I How can't did you cope for the rest of the day? Yeah. Um, it was about it was about six o'clock, um, and I was on my way. I was on my way back to get a bus, but um, to get a bus back. Um, 
but I can't, I kind of went into autopilot. Um, and I can't imagine how much of a worse experience it would have been if I hadn't been able to speak the local language. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I suddenly, you know, I felt very far from home. Um, yeah, sure. But, you know, you know, kind of saw this guy kind of climb up over the rail and my in- my immediate instinct was to look, was to, you know, lean over the rail and look and just kind of, you know, hearing the whipping of his jacket in the wind and then kind of the sound of him hitting the water and then not resurfacing. Um, you know, I kind of just went into autopilot. There were women crying, you know. Um, someone was on the phone with the police. They have a dedicated, um, like, bridge guard or bridge police that come out and deal with those kind of situations. Um, and I kind of just, just kept walking. And I kept walking to the point where I'd gotten on the wrong bus and I was in the middle of God knows where in downtown San Francisco. And I had to kind of, you know, kind of regroup, really kind of slow down and think about what I was doing, where I was, find um, a local bus map and figure out my way back to my hostel. But yeah, it was a really jarring experience. And and I asked for directions from a couple of people. And God knows how I would have dealt with it if it wasn't in an English-speaking country. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you know, didn't like, have time to process it though. Sure, I mean, you probably ended up doing the right thing, I'd imagine. Because if no, you yeah, actually I did. sat down and processed it, you could have been there, like yeah. Hour, well, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of ended up, uh, I kind of ended up sitting down at the end of the day. Um, you know, yeah, I, 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 that, I, yeah. I kind of, uh, while I was lost, I saw a, I saw a liquor store, and I thought, oh, we'll see what kind of beer they've got. Uh, you know, um, so I stopped and uh, picked up some beer while I was on the way back, as well. And just sat down for a couple of hours when I got back, and yeah. just thought, you know, yeah. you know, there's a lot of thinking that went on that afternoon, that evening. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, and you know, that that is a really extreme example, and there was plenty of other experiences. But when you're out travelling, you've really just got to roll with the punches and take what comes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and just you know, realize that things that you haven't planned for aren't gonna are gonna happen. You know, things that you've planned are gonna happen. Things that you haven't planned are gonna happen. You know, your worst nightmare—you could lose your passport, you could lose this or that. You know, um, all of these things can happen, and they probably will, because you know, the world's an infinitely random place. Um, but you know, that, that you know, that's just an extreme example of the fact that shit happens. While you're out and about, you know. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That's like one of the things that's um, keeping me on track with the whole moving to Singapore thing is that it's very safe. Like, it's basically the safest place in the world. Mm. Like, their crime rate is literally zero. Mm. You know, like, they have no drugs. It's very, it's the safest place in the world to walk around at night and stuff. Um, mm. And it's making me feel a whole lot more safe about like the yeah. whole thing but um yeah I, I like I think if it were a place like Vietnam or Malaysia that I was going to I mm. would feel like somehow a lot less secure about it because I don't read all these statistics about how mm. about how far ahead of the rest of the world those places are you know what I mean like I don't mm. know it just feels like, like that 
One thing that you you need to remember if you're going over that way is that at the age of 80, uh, over last Christmas, my granddad spent a month in Vietnam and partly in Cambodia uh, by himself at 80 years old. He so if that. he can do it... Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Come on, That's mate. Sort it out. Yeah. No, like, I've been talking to, like... I got, I got, um... I was in a taxi the other night, and the driver was talking to... Like, taxi drivers are great, because you always oh, yeah. learn something from them. Like, e- even if you have a negative taxi experience where the driver's a massive racist, like, you still learn, like, oh, Jesus, that person just doesn't get it. Like, um... But the driver was saying that he met his girlfriend when he was 13 and they're still together and they had just gone on a cruise to like the Caribbean and stuff like that and um, he was talking about all the stuff he's done with his life and how his son moved to Australia when he was 24 and stuff and um, and I told him about the Singapore thing and like he mm. basically ended like he, he started telling me loads of stuff like yeah my son was 24 he moved out to Australia he got like the best thing in the world and like he would end every sentence with so get the fuck over there like <laughs> what are you waiting for why wouldn't you go like that kind of thing so it's yeah. like that's pretty um, I don't know it's pretty reassuring to know that nobody so far has reacted like what the fuck are you going there for like you know, I, I think realistically, it's. Do you want me to say it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, I have a new DM. Loose more. Get the fu- what the fuck you? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's 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 definitely exciting, but it's also terrifying because I I don't know how, I don't know how easy it would be to find a job for me over there. I know they have like two percent unemployment, but I don't know mm. how that relates to like expats and stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, mm. I'm gonna go and get a beer. So you guys keep all the talk of beer and liquor stores and craft beer festivals uh, and stuff. Craft beer festivals, ah, oh, it was great. Yeah, you guys steer the ship. Steer the ship. Oh, good lord! Where um, do you want to go, Jack? Left. Uh, more everywhere. Talk about your uh, your history of travel. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that one time yeah. I went to France. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, how'd that work out? You're not well, French. I threw up so on the way okay. back. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know whether that was leaving France that did it, or entering England, but something about the, the, the journey really didn't agree with me, and uh, I vomited everywhere, yeah. Um, I'm going to guess you just vomited that sheer pleasure of leaving France. I, th- I think it, it was either that, or the sheer pleasure of entering England. Yeah. I'm either a racist, or... Well, yeah, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I've, I've hardly been anywhere, to be honest. I mean, obviously I've been to places in England, like, you know, Yorkshire... I've been to Wales. Which it's is, it's like, not racist if it's the French. Yeah, that's true though, isn't it? That's I think that's uh, that's the rule, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Which is basically it's basically a foreign country. Yeah. Yeah. It's basic. Wales is basically a foreign country. Yeah. Well, so. they have their own language. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bloody. I mean, they're the only country in the world that has like a mystical creature on their flag. It's a weird place. It's a weird place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird place. Yeah. Definitely. But. uh but yeah, I've been to I've been to France. I've been to. Uh, Did you throw up on that? Uh, one thing, you know, I've 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 now been, you know, halfway across the world essentially. Uh, I haven't really been to European countries apart from France and Germany. I haven't ever been to Wales. That's a fun fact. Really? Oh. Yeah, never been to Wales. I've been to Ireland. But you see, that's, that's a lot of a lot of people Ireland. like. Like romantically, like you said before, we don't associate going to places like Scotland or Wales as oh, yeah. being sort of like 
I'm sure there are lovely places in those countries that look look fantastic, mm. and you can take a great photograph. But just romantically, mm. they're not the same as going to Japan or you know yeah. what I mean. It's just there's uh, nothing. There's nothing exciting about Wales. Nothing. And that's Absolutely obviously not. not a true thing to say. But yeah, they're great animals. animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love Free Willy. Oh, was that dolphins? No, that was, that was Wales, wasn't it? That's what I came back to. Is there's nothing interesting yeah. about Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I Who's more? Stop bringing animals into it. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, I was gonna say, um, my mate Steve has been to a lot of really cool places, and he tells me lots of interesting stories, like from places that he's been. And that's something that I was considering if, um, if I wasn't going to Singapore or whatever, I would love to go on an American tour with Codaline. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be, be awesome. It's really cool, like, because you get on a bus that takes you places, and, I mean, I've seen them live about 200 times, so I wouldn't even have to go to the shows. I could go do my own thing or whatever for some of the shows, mm. and I think that would be a pretty cool way of exploring the world and also just getting myself out there, but... um Yeah, that'd be wicked. Yeah, because I, I went on tour with them in England, but, like, I know England, so it, it wasn't, like, exotic, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was just... It just was what it was. Yeah, ex- exotic is the is the word, isn't it? Like that you, I mean, mm. I'm sure there are great places in like um, Bradford or whatever, but there's just <laughs> there's something about like even small towns in America that aren't particularly like places in Arizona or somewhere like that. They weren't particularly like mm. well known. I'm sure they're like more to us. They seem more romantic places. More interesting, yeah. Ex- very very much more interesting than say going to um, Leeds or Wigan, yeah. Yeah, like you never, you'll never hear uh, an American person going, "Oh yeah, I've I've planned a trip to the UK. I'm going to." They'll they'll say like they're going to London, maybe yeah. Wales, probably Scotland, Manchester, like, Ed- Edinburgh. Like, that, yeah. like Edinburgh is not even Scotland; it's just England 2.0 in a city. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I and I used oh, to live in Scotland. And yeah. I, Scotland's like one of my favorite places in the world. But yeah, Edinburgh is. Yeah, they'll go to London, Edinburgh, and then maybe Dublin. And you know, they won't go. They won't be going like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to you know, I'm gonna go to Norfolk for a while, uh, and maybe pop up to uh, Aberdeen. Yeah, no, but, I mean uh, I'm close to Norfolk, and there's some lovely scenery, you know. But yeah, it's basically just fields. I'm I was, be um, yeah. You ever yeah. go on? Yeah, you all do it. Like it's three a.m. You've nothing to do. You're on YouTube. Um, mm. Bill O'Reilly debating Marilyn Manson is in the related links, and you click it, and you're like. Wow, that was like they're both cunts. Like, what else yeah. is that? And then like you go through a stream of Bill O'Reilly videos, and you're like, this guy, this guy is the yes. worst person guy, in the yeah. world. But I can't help but respect him because he believes what he's saying, and he's not actually an idiot. So mm. I like that about him. I like that he. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. It's nothing to do with liberal or republican <laughs> things here. But Bill O'Reilly was talking about his trip to Ireland, and I was like, oh, yeah, classic. He's American. His last name is O'Reilly. Of course he's going to fucking go to Ireland. And he was saying, like, he, he doesn't go to Dublin. Like, he doesn't do any of that stuff. Like, Temple Bar, don't need any of that. Um, He went to Galway and did the Connemara walk thing. He saw the cliffs of Moher, went to the Burren in County... Like, all these really, like, scenic things. And I was like, ah, Bill O'Reilly... My man, what a guy! What a guy! Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's done it the right way, and I respect him for that. Once again, I think that is the sort of thing. If if people were to come to this country, they probably would go to places uh, like 
visit the countryside or the cliffs or like the places mm. in like Devon or Cornwall or somewhere maybe Stonehenge yeah, Stone, yeah, yeah. Stonehenge more so than I mean London is basically like any metropolis city isn't it it's, yeah you know it's a bit sort of like uh, uh, I'd, I'd argue to a point that London is unique I think but... London's extravagant it's very extravagant yeah, I've lived there all I my guess, life. Yeah. I lived there all my life, so it's kind of just a bit like, oh yeah, yeah. There's a big wheel on a river, and that's about it, mate. Yeah, it's a big wheel on a river near a clock, and you know that's basically London. I really don't get what people like about Dublin. Like, uh, alcohol. Yeah, but like people go there and see all this stuff. I guess there's cool things, but it's not. It's really average compar- in comparison in comparison with. It's neighbouring cities in the mm. in the British Isles. I think um, one uh, one place I'd love to go to is Tokyo. Like probably just for like mm. a night or two though, because I think it would be. I, I find London very intimidating at times, and I think Tokyo would be that with the added language barrier. And even like in one of the earlier midnight hours, uh, Jack, you brought up the point that like mm. their alphabet isn't A B C. It's like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, loads, squiggles. Yeah, it's loads <laughs> of paint splatters. Wait, so it's yeah, not yeah. ABC, like, but they do have ABC. Uh, it's just translated, or they don't have ABC at all. Oh yeah, good point. Uh, actually, they have both. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I suppose. Yeah, kind of fuck that one up. I'd love to go to the Jukai, the Suicide Forest. In... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Just yeah, I was talking to someone about that the other day, and they were like, "Why do you know that?" It's like, ah, uh, you know, reasons. <laughs> Yeah, we've all been on the internet. Come on. Yeah. Have, you, have you never on, been on, guys. sad? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been best places to commit suicide? Yeah. Come on. No, like I mean, I, I, I like obviously I had the whole teen angst onslaught of depression that mm. I think most introverted teenagers have had, but um, from a completely logical, healthy mind, like I would commit suicide there. It's a lovely looking spot. I say, this, for it. I say this without anybody. Please don't worry about me. But yeah. Is this the most suicide. we've mentioned suicide on the podcast? No, because episode forty nine no, is all about suicide. <laughs> uh, yeah. Possibly, possibly the most we've mentioned it in about a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, what are the dream places that you guys would like to travel? I think that's a good uh, a good way of diversifying the the topic yeah. a little bit. Yeah, get yeah, just get us away from suicide, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Did, you so didn't let me finish the question. Fault. What is the place in the world you would most like to visit and commit suicide in? Mm. Ah, well. Yeah. Hmm. Let me think about that. Both, both Wigan, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Radford maybe. Um, just really, just go somewhere that really gets me in the mood. Yeah, <laughs> gets me in the mood for suicide. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think the American thing would be cool. I think to go from west to east, uh, or east to west doesn't really matter. I think, um, I think you would really like America, Lewis Moore. I think you're very um, like on the pulse when it comes to American culture. Like I think you despise it and adore it in equal measures. It's true, yeah. But then I do that like I despise and adore things all the time. I'm, I'm you know, I'm all over the place. Yeah, but you're um, one of the more I don't know, you're very attuned to what's happening in America, I would say. I, I would say you keep up to date with American politics more than you do with British politics. That's true, yeah. Um I would like pop culture as well. A lot of pop culture is more Americanisms than it is yeah. uh, sort of, uh stuff. Um I'm also wearing a, a baseball cap backwards at the moment, so that you know that's a thing. <laughs> um, 
So there's, also, there's also a bald eagle perched on my shoulder right now, yeah, yeah, smoking yeah. a cigar. Yeah, I'm listening to Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think going from one side of America to the other and visiting, but not necessarily visiting like the main places, just to like visit small towns uh, and. Uh, that would be very cool, I think. And parts of California as well, that I wouldn't necessarily go to Los Angeles. I'd go to um, the different counties, um, like Sonoma mm. and like that, because they just look fantastic, you know. <laughs> and they make lots of weed. And wine. Hello. Mm. Uh, Hello. Classic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that, that's something I, I think I would, I would I love to do. But I don't think I could do it alone. I don't, I'd have to, like, you know, find someone who'd want to go, but, yeah. I I think I think if I was travelling anywhere else, um, anywhere ever again, to be honest, if I was going on a, a decent length trip, I think I'd like to go someone with someone. Yeah. Specifically, my girlfriend is probably my first option, <laughs> my first choice. But good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. She's listening. She's right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blinking rapidly, but you can't see it. <laughs> you said she's listening, and I was like. Shit, we're oh wait, we're not alive. Like, I mean, for some reason, I immediately thought, like, shit, I haven't checked the views. I don't. Did I even do an intro for this episode? I don't. I don't remember any of this. Um, I wasn't. Hit. I don't know. We've had, we've had to restart it about four times. I know. So I don't yeah. Even remember. yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I I think I I would rather visit. Um, hey, have you guys seen the movie Monsters? Uh, no. Uh, so it's. Um, the guy who directed Godzilla, he directed it. It's from, okay. I think, 2009. It was it was on a budget of just, a, a, I think, 250, 400 grand, I think, was the budget. Um, it's really, really good. I think you'd really like it, Jack, because mm. you studied film, and I think you would appreciate <laughs> that they made that movie. I think you'd appreciate the techniques that they used and the, the mm. tricks they did and stuff. Um, but the movie is about, like, it's it's... Set to a backdrop of an Earth that's been invaded by aliens, but really it's about the people and mm. um, it's about relationships and it's about stuff like that. Um, it's literally just two people walking from South America back to the border, and right. it's I don't know. There's something about it that's really captivating. I think like a lot of people comment on it and say most boring film ever. Kind of like Lost in Translation, you know that sort of that mm-hmm. sort of atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like I, I think a lot of the setting they actually used wasn't where it really was. I think they filmed in Brazil, but it was set in Mexico, that type of thing. Mm. But I would really like to go where that is because there's one point in it where they just stumble across an old Aztec sort of monument, and I would love to see like the Aztec pyramids and all, all of the other things from that ancient world, like the Maya, like all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. but. More so, I think I'd like to see Canada, specifically the Canada that Jack saw, and then I'd like to go to Alaska. To, I would like to experience life in an Alaskan town for mm. just a few days, like maybe like four days. I, I would just like to see what that's like. I don't know why. Yeah. I just feel like the, those brutal temperatures and that kind of lifestyle is just really um, interesting to me. I don't know. I like. The would you not want to go mm. to like somewhere like Norway then, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Iceland. Iceland's meant to be Iceland, amazing. Yeah. Iceland, actually, yeah, that's a huge one. Um, I was going to go there quite recently. Um, I was going oh, really? to surprise my girlfriend with a trip to Iceland, but the tickets are very expensive, and they're very expensive all the mm. time, it seems. 
um, which is quite annoying. Um, I guess that's because of the economy there or something like that. But um, mm. what else was I going to say? There's this thing you can do uh, at a certain time of year where you get a flight, you get on a plane somewhere in England, and it flies out to um, towards the Faroe Islands, that type of direction. Mm. And yeah. it, on a good night, you'll see the most stunning northern lights that you yeah. can see on this side of the world. And everyone gets a chance to see them, you know, like people will move out mm. of the window so you can see them and stuff. Uh, I'd mm. love to do that. That's not necessarily traveling. It's literally, it's really cheap to do as well. It's only like 50 quid or something. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, I'd like to do that. And then other than that, I guess I'll see what it's like when I actually experience Asia for the first time, if it's my cup of tea, mm. but I would love to, uh, I would love to see what Tokyo is like just for a day. And I'd also love to see what rural Japan is like too. Japan yeah, like yeah, rural like Japan sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Do you know what? As well, um, you know what way I was saying about the forest type thing that would be awesome. But there's also you know that island that they filmed the James Bond movie, some of it on that mining. It was set up as a mining colony out yeah. in the out in the sea like off the coast of Japan. Mm. You can only go there for eight months of the year or something, and then the tides are too high for a boat to get in there, um, or the current is too tricky, or some water based fact. Um, but that'd be really cool because it's completely deserted. I'd love to do that urban exploration thing, but not so much mm. in underground bits than just parts of the world that are literally uninhabited. Yeah, mm. cool. Yeah, that that'd be amazing. But trying to find places, trying to find places in the world that you can say relatively easily get to that are, you know, un- uninhabited is. So difficult. Yeah, I know. But yeah, there can't be too many places that can be easily got at. I, I think um, you'd be surprised. Oh, really? I would say there's plenty. I, just thinking about yeah. like how much space there is in Ireland and England. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I think I think there would. Be. I'd I'd love to go to somewhere like Mongolia. I think Mongolia would be a hell of a place to go any reason is there a no not really um, there's, there's no real particular particular reason you know I mean um, part of it I've, I've always thought that Mongolia and kind of Kazakhstan and those kind of I almost feel like kind of nowhere countries if that makes sense yeah um, you know I always kind of feel like they'd be really interesting and um, you know I was watching The Long Way Round again recently and you know they, they go through Mongolia and I find it such an interesting blend of kind of almost like Russia and China Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean in terms of the um the language and the um culture and stuff. The culture and the way that they, you know, people the people physically look. I think it'd just be really interesting to go there. Um in fact just just all over Europe and Asia uh and and Australia and uh Americas all the yeah. south <laughs> Africa maybe and yeah. uh Antarctica. Those those would all be interesting, but that's just yeah. about it really. You know. Do we miss any continents out there? I don't miss any out, do we? I really want to go see South Korea. Uh, I don't think I did, no. No. Uh, North Korea would be a uh, well, hell thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you can get in. Alright, guys, I'm not as hardcore as you. <laughs> <laughs> South Korea, get out of here. Well, um, we could pose as. Your North and your South. <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at a list of, like, the top sort of cities that feel. Like, the most futuristic cities, basically. Mm. 
and uh, well, Singapore was there, so that's pretty cool because, as you all know, I love futuristic, uh, often dystopian, but doesn't have to be mm-hmm. dystopian as long as it's a nice looking futuristic city skyline. That's pretty cool. Like, I'm gonna be living in the future as well, you guys. I'll be like nine hours ahead of you. Yeah, that's true. You guys yeah, gonna be stuck true, here yeah. in the past. I'm gonna be, you know, blazing it up, and you. texting you all the lotto results and stuff. Like, that'd be fun. Oh, that would be helpful. Please do. Um. Let's move on to space travel. <gasps> Naturally. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that would blow your fucking mind, wouldn't it? Oh, man. You've so seen, like, bad. the people that live in space stations and stuff like that, and that one guy in the space station who tweets photos of... Or, or is he in a satellite or something? Um, I think it's all the same stuff, isn't it? Like, it's all part of the International like, Space Station. National Space Station, yeah. Yeah, there's a guy who tweets pictures of what Ireland looks like from space and stuff when it's all lit up, and it's really sublime. Like, mm. uh, you get such a great sense of what it must feel like when you look at a picture of what your country looks like from a distance. And I always think of the pale blue dot, the Carl Sagan thing, where mm. it's like yeah. it, every war that. It, every emperor has ever fought to try and conquer this they're only doing it for this dot in the middle of fucking <laughs> like it's crazy it's such a mind-blowing thing to just think of like just the concept of it is crazy to me but i think um if i could go to space like that it would just make me feel very complete like in my do you think in our yeah. lifetime that space travel will be a thing or not yep i do are you, yeah. Assuming that we so. live really to like a so. hundred. No, I don't even that. think. I, dude, I think in the next twenty years. Oh I, really? I think in the next twenty years, rich people will absolutely be doing it. Well, just going all the time, just. In not, the no, no, not all the time. But I think no. it'll be a thing that's been done. I, I think, yeah, I think there'll definitely have been a, f- a good few. You can quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Quote me on that number. Um, there will have been a good few space tourists. Well, you bet Kanye's going. I hope so. He's definitely going, isn't he? I hope he oh, does. Yeah. I hope he stays here. I hope he goes and he never comes back. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for someone to make that joke. Yeah, I'm um, going to say that. That's not even a joke. That's a genuine thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like you're making fun of my family, so... <laughs> <laughs> Just mocking your beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've always weird, been though, like in movies from like the sixties. They had us all in space now, didn't they? Yeah. Well, even before now, you know. Star yeah. Wars is set in nineteen ninety six. Crazy, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. Who knew that? <laughs> That's a weird. Yeah, it's actually a fact. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, the thing that interests me the most about sci-fi is the idea of a sort of an intergalactic alignment of cities and Mm. stuff like that like i think um in star wars the phantom menace like we all know it's a garbage movie whatever um when they land the um padme's spaceship on that city where the guy goes the whole planet is one big city and you see like the flying cars and like that's fucking cool that's just a planet Mm. that's a gigantic city that they just went to because they had the opportunity to do so and yeah. how freely available that is it's my favorite thing about like the old star trek shows um with what's his face uh, william shatner and stuff where they go to like a planet that's full of gangsters or a planet that's full of nazis like 
yeah. like, they're ridiculous, but I love that there's different worlds that encompass different beliefs and stuff. And the same in Firefly. I think Firefly does it the best because you have really, really rich planets and really, really poor, like, Wild West planets. And that's just so cool, the way they've done that entire show. It's amazing. But um, I love that idea of just an interplanetary... Like, the way we have countries, but they have planets. Like, that's just fucking cool, you know? Um, I love the scene in Interstellar where uh, one of the crew guys is feeling very homesick and he's in his bunk and McConaughey comes in and puts his earphones in, like, the other guy's ears and then it Mm. zooms out and it shows you a long shot of the spaceship and it's flying towards the wormhole and you can hear the sounds of thunder and lightning and rain. Mm-hmm. And it's really, well, you don't hear the sound of lightning, whatever. It, it's really yeah. cool and really, like, poignant, I think. Just ignore that bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cut that out, don't worry. Um, I'll get my engineer to, uh, to edit that out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's really, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm very, very fascinated by the idea of space travel. Like, mm. I wish it existed in my lifetime. It's something that I read that future timeline thing and how... We're going to have um, terraformed Venus in the next, like, 400, yeah. 500 years or something like that. And it makes me wish I could yeah. live that long. Or even just, like, hibernate. Not hibernate. Uh, what's the word? Be frozen in carbonite. Yeah. That's yeah. The For all that. I think, I think if there's anything that will literally blow, like, completely blow my mind, it will be being able to go to the moon. If I ever get a chance to blow my mind, I think I'd get there and I'd just wet myself and then die. <laughs> that, that would be my experience of the moon. I'd be so excited, I'd wet myself and then die. The problem is, I think, and it'd be lot so worth it. The same, but there'd be a lot of dead bodies on the moon. That's the <laughs> that's the would have. Just, just just give them a just give them a little bit of a shove into space and then just let it happen. If yeah, you think about it, the moon is just a big circle. Well, a sphere-shaped dead body. Like, yeah. it's the dead body of outer space, really. Like. If Earth is a person, the moon is a corpse. But it's our dead body. So. Or it's like, the moon is like, you know when someone has a twin that never made it out and <laughs> it's actually joined to them the whole time? Yeah. That's basically what the moon is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. But no, I mean, it's still pretty cool and all. In a, in its own kind of way. Yeah, in its own kind of little special way. Yeah. I'd love to go to the sun. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not that interested in the sun. Then never come back. Yeah, no, that would be great too. Um, yeah, no, space though. Imagine, just space would be. Uh, Didn't they find they found a planet quite recently that um, may, like I mean they do it all the time. They find Earth like planets in the Goldilocks quadrant or mm. whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they found one quite recently that they're getting pretty excited about. So we'll find out in two hundred thousand years when the fucking yeah, probe that we some, send lands. When something arrives, yeah. 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 Um, did you guys see that a thing about the weird lights that were appearing in the center of a planet in the Goldilocks region? No. It was a long no. time ago. I don't know if anything ever came of it. I was hoping, to be honest, I was hoping Jack would know and he would be all like, oh yeah, <laughs> no, hoping yes. I'd just follow that up and just be like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah space terminology. and <laughs> Yeah, I know things. Um, yeah. Right, is there anything to be said for... Um, Traveling by like submarine. Do you know what? 
Funnily enough, I've kind of always been interested in uh, traveling by submarine. You know, um, exploring the. You know, like there's one thing everyone really takes um, like air flight for granted, but at the end of the day, you are in a metal tube at thirty thousand feet, hurtling through the atmosphere at thir- uh, you know five hundred miles an hour. That's yeah. a hell of a thing, but nobody really cares anymore. But if you were to say to someone, "Well, we're going to put you in a tube and just sink you in water in a bit." for a bit and then you're probably not going to go very fast but you know you're just going to be in a metal tube and people are going like what that's weird mm. Mm. but you know I don't know the the idea of going into going into somewhere I can imagine it would be very claustrophobic uh, and terrifying for a whole number of reasons but no I'd do it I'd explore the depths see what's down there there's a really cool song by Black Alicious called mm. Release and it's got um, Zach Dallarocha from Rage Against the Machine, but Saul Williams is in it, and it's it's like like ten ten minutes or something. The song is, but uh, one of Saul Williams's lines in his verse is like, it's just like the to paraphrase, it's basically like, what the fuck, man? Like if you think about it, looking at a plane, there is like no man-made thing in the world that is less likely to fly. <laughs> if you think about it, it's a gigantic yeah. fucking. Like seven million ton piece of metal, and yeah. you get catapulted towards, uh, like, in a compressed metal cabin filled with other people's disease. It's crazy that that's the way that we travel. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I I I fucking love flying. I hate the queues in the airport and how stupid and tedious mm. the whole thing is. But I mean, I respect that it makes me less likely to die, so I'm happy enough yeah. with that. But um, flying's awesome. Uh, I've gone on a ferry quite a few times, and that's really cool too. There's something amazing about being, like, sitting in an arcade or something, while looking out at just a vast ocean, like mm. with a horizon like so far away with no land in sight or whatever. Um, that's really really cool. But I I really like the the James Cameron thing of going to the bottom of the ocean in in that pod thing and mm. being able mm. to see I went to an aquarium like a couple of weeks ago and it was nothing special or anything but there was this cool part where you could sit in this like tiny submarine thing. I mean it was made for kids but I totally went into it anyway um, sure. where it's like just water and fish surrounding you you know like a proper aquarium mm. yeah and it's so cool like there's something amazing about the ocean like it's I don't know I thought you hated the ocean oh no fuck the ocean but yeah you when know, it's contained, yeah, it's all great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly, yeah. There's this restaurant in Dubai that's a big aquarium. Like, it's it's like fish and shit like that all around you. Like, it's under the under the ocean. Huh. Um, and the, I think there's a whole hotel like that, too. So you get fish and stuff like that in your room. It is weird that as a, as a, like a race of people, we seem to want to go always higher, don't we? Um, as in, like, build skyscrapers higher and higher. Mm. Like, apartments will go higher and higher. And we kind of are not, like, exploring the whole... Just, there's a whole lot of water down there. We could just live oh, yeah. in the water, you know. Why yeah. not? You know? I don't, I don't believe that there's not some sort of secret, you know, American experiment that already has people living down there. Yeah, an underwater lair, yeah. Yeah, some yeah. sort of not underwater people that the CIA has created. Yeah. We all know what's going on down there. I think we but. do. If we say, we if know. I get one more fucking cease and desist order 
from the American government. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to get Alex Jones that. on the podcast. <laughs> He's going to sort you all out. He's a crazy guy from InfoWars. Um, you know the guy who like shouts about how 9-11 was an inside job and stuff like that yeah yeah jet fuel can't yeah. still still being I saw a thing the yeah. other day that was these um, protests 9-11 truthers obviously because 9-11 was a few weeks ago and um, they had this fucking uh, what do you call it not a placard a thing where two people are holding it and it falls out to unveil a a banner yeah. fucking that is why you're here and it said uh, the trade center didn't just blow itself up and I was like I know that's what the planes did nobody is disputing you, that the official story is not that they just blew themselves up <laughs> believe is that it what or they're not. going on then they're believing that they just blew themselves up like like George Bush addressing the nation after like we don't know why they just blew themselves up <laughs> Crazy. Let's yeah. invade Iraq. We believe it was them. Fucking. Oh, God. How could you. Oh, it's ridiculous. So disrespectful. Um, but yeah. Uh, how did I get there? I have no idea anymore. Uh, the ocean. Something about a cease and desist from the US government. You know the statement we know more about the space than we do about the oceans? Yeah. Do you ever feel like you want some. like? Maybe, answers. May, yeah. Maybe someone to just quantify that. Like, why is that a accepted fact? Like, yeah. I, what is it? Like, what do we know more about in space than we do about? Like, what specifically? Like, yeah, because we know a lot about fish, and there are no space fish, so you know that doesn't make a great deal of sense, does it? You know, like, we don't know how many planets there are how many black holes there are how many galaxies there are how many instances of intelligent life there are how mm. do we know more about space than we do about the oceans how is that true i don't get it i think it's just a thing that people say because it they, sounds smart but it's probably not true but. i think there's some statistical thing to it where no there could like how could we have explored no it's i mean it has to be bullshit doesn't it yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm because I mean, well, most of the Earth, is, what we're seventy percent water, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we think we know uh, most of that. You know, of what's going on down there. You think? You'd you think, know? but we really don't. Do up we until up until I think it was the nineties. And in fact, I'm not even sure today. You know, scientists can't explain certain um, certain like. Um, Ocean currents. They can't explain why they work, why they go the way that they do. It's oh. 2015, and I'm, you know, up until fairly recently, they couldn't explain why certain currents went the way that they did. Because of the moon, idiots. Ah, the moon. Science, you fail again. Well, scorned by the thing that we understand more <laughs> than the oceans. Damn. Yeah. No, but it is, um... Yeah, I... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, Isn't I, that the tide? Is it the t- Is the currents the same as the tide though? Uh, no, it's different. Yeah. So the tide is to what is the moon though, isn't it? The tide mm. is the moon. Yeah, it's the gravity. Yeah, the tide is the moon. Yeah. But it's the it's like the uh, the underwater movements that they don't understand. They think that it might have something to do with uh, temperatures and uh, saline density, but they're not sure. They don't know why ice is slippery. 
That's that can't be true. They must know what I said. No, they know. Yeah, they know that. I'm sure they know that. Why? Why is it slippery? It's it's something to do with its low. Um, it's a word beginning with C. Uh, cohesive. No, there's no reason. They don't know why it's slippery. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's no, yeah, right. yeah, no, people. that's right. No, yeah. there's definitely no way. Oh no, yeah, you're right. I can't remember the exact science behind it, so no, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> that's it. The burden of proof is on you, my friend. I just make the statements. Um, but yeah, no, I think like ultimately with traveling, uh, <laughs> I want to uh, go really far out in space, please. So if you yeah, could, yes, please. Yeah, I think no. make that happen sooner or later. That'd be just great, wouldn't it? Really, you know. It would be really nice to just. Do you know what it is? It's No Man's Sky. That game. That game is going to change my life. I cannot wait to play it. That's, yeah. Like. That's what I'm looking for in life. That's got the whole. That's everything that I need to express about my love of space and my fascination with science fiction is in that game. I think. Um, so uh, buy that in stores available soon, hopefully. <laughs> well, they but, did um, describe space once as the as the final frontier. So I think that's. I never heard of saying. it. No, I don't, no, I can't remember who said it. Somebody said it. <laughs> quite, quite a famous. Yeah. Um, Quite a famous astronaut. <laughs> yeah, he went. Did he go to the moon? Was it Isn't William that Cap- fucked up it was- that like Captain Kirk is an astronaut? Well, he's a captain, isn't he? Well, he's an astronaut. Yeah, but uh, captain. <laughs> if you're not, if you're the captain of the astronaut, are you not an astronaut? Uh, he's a he's the captain uh, of the Enterprise, isn't he? I don't think. He, uh, is he an astronaut? I don't think he went to astronaut school. Uh, I think he went to sort of like. Well, he's not a cosmonaut. School. So. Well. Hmm. Here, um, to end the podcast with, have you guys heard the song The Long... No, it's the band is The Long Winters. The song is The Commander Thinks Aloud. No. It no. is really fucking harrowing. Uh, like, it's a beautiful song and it's very uplifting, but ultimately it's soul-destroying. It's about the, uh, you know, the shuttle... Was it called Columbia? Yeah. That broke Dolan up on re-entry. Up, yeah. yeah. Um, it's about the commander's thoughts, what was going through his head at the time. And it starts off just describing the beauty and the vastness of space and stuff like that. And it ends with, like, I didn't actually know this, but they thought that they knew there was a problem with the shuttle and that they might not make it. It was something to do with the way that the crew compartment was sealed. There was something wrong with the seal that they used. Um, and they knew mm. that breaking up on re-entry was a possibility, but they were fairly fixed to go home. Um, and like one of the lines in the song that like gives me this sort of weird feeling in my chest every time I hear it is, "Can you feel it? We're almost home." And then the next line I think is, "The crew compartment is breaking out," and it's really uh, it's so strange to listen to because it's such an uplifting. Mm but it's such a fucking soul-destroying thing to consider. Like, if you were on a shuttle and you thought there's a chance you might not make it, like, when the first oh, thing man. started to go wrong, that must have been so horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a worse... Yeah. Well, I can... No, last week I spoke about drowning, so... Yeah. Oh, drowning must suck. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, I can't remember how much that sucked. So we started with death, and now we've ended with death. We ended with death. Magical. Yeah. So uh, that's Wonderful. that's will we end it? 
I think so. Yeah. I think that's a great place. I think we can all agree that travelling is good. And death yeah. is bad. And death is bad, yeah. That's the... Uh... If anyone's wondering about travelling solo, feel free to tweet me any questions. I can't promise I'll answer, but you can try. His Twitter will be in the description, along with Loose Moore's. Yeah, don't, More don't tweet me mine. anything. Yeah. I think you guys yeah. should... Uh, yeah, no, give us a follow. I, I've lost a lot of followers lately because I haven't been uploading videos to YouTube, so... Um, this has been episode 48. We'll see you next week with episode 49. May not be next week. Uh, maybe the week after. And then episode 50 nice. will be soon after that. So if you want to suggest cool things that we can do, go ahead. We are all ears. Yes.
As you were telling that story about um, the Columbia thing, all I kept thinking about was Bruce Willis in Armageddon. <laughs> I don't know why. I think, that's... I think it's because you're a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking that, you know, he's a good person, Bruce Willis, you know. He chose the... He didn't He didn't get the short stick or whatever it was, but he still saved... Bruce Willis didn't die for this. Yeah. And Aerosmith didn't sing that song for this, you know. I wish yeah. Aerosmith didn't sing that song at all. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine that song without the wind machine, though. It won't be the same, would <laughs> it? It would be really weird. It would be. It would be like, um, you know, like Ben Stiller in Zoolander. The way yeah. he looks really ridiculous. That's what Steven Tyler would look like if his hair yeah. wasn't blowing around. Yeah. That's fucked up. Mm. Well, yeah, next no. week's podcast, we'll just talk about how the music video for I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is stupid. Let's just talk about how pretty Liv Tyler is. Yeah. It's weird that for years she didn't know that was her dad. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty weird. Like, and then I think, like, I've read somewhere that she <laughs> just sort of um, asked her mum, like, because she looked at Steven Tyler, like, on a music video or something, and then said, um, is that my dad? Well, like, they were talking about it, and then she said, is that my dad? And then, like, her mum was like, yes, that is your dad. And you think, what? Just, Why? That's a really weird way to like admit that you're that's your father, and then ever since he's like been a part of our life, and you think, well, okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. that is weird. My oh. internet browsers are not working. 